All right, awesome. So, uh, so three, two, two one. one, go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to our Guys Our Age podcast, a podcast where two friends have random conversations and just enough beer. I'm your host, John, and joining me in this crazy venture is my good friend and co-host, Jim. Awesome. It's um, going to work. So happy 22, my friend. Happy New, happy new Year to you, happy too. Happy New Year, yeah. Merry, merry freaking New Year. Merry New Year! Happy New Year. In this country, we say Happy New Year. Ha 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 ha! Happy New Year's. Uh, before we get into the holidays and such... Um, so it's been a while. We've been on some sort of a hiatus, not not purposefully, um, but we just, you know, life takes its uh, course, you know, and we, we just haven't gotten to this and uh, took a while to do some editing on previous episodes. So, but we're back mm. and we're going to try mm-hmm. and make, we've got a renewed emphasis now for this year to try and get one of these things out a month and we'll do the best we can with it. So, but uh, for those of you who uh, are new to our uh, podcast, uh, we are guys our age. Uh, Jimmy and I started this, I guess, last year. Uh, this will be episode 10, milestone episode, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, hooray. Yeah, right. For the one person who's <laughs> listening to this, they have now 10 episodes or will have 10 episodes to uh uh listen to but yeah and and we'll we get to that just, in a minute but i had to actually just, upgrade. Uh, we should just like you know put on a cassette and hand it to him <laughs> real to real yeah <laughs> whoever they are <laughs> i know right radio shack has a super half price deal now on an eight track car stereo tape player regularly 59.95 now just 29.95 but uh so we are guys our age if you would like to uh you know send us any comments uh, you can reach us at guys our age at gmail.com uh, also, guys.our.age uh, at gmail.com. Uh, Gmail is smart enough to uh, either include or exclude those periods, so it simplifies uh, whether you want to send us any comments. If you have any ideas on topics, we'll take them. So uh, shoot us uh, any, any info you might have. So uh, so speaking of the episodes, as you just said, uh, just so you're aware, I had, to, I had to finally upgrade, you know. They give you five free hours, and we've surpassed the five free hours of of content so now i have oh, to actually okay. subscribe so uh, i'll let you know what that is uh, later on but you mean uh, like i owe you some cash well we'll work it out and trade but the, the idea is now trade. there's like an, <laughs> there's an annual trade, uh, there's, there's an annual fee now to get keep these things live and, and functional but i also i also put us out on spotify uh, so now okay, we cool. uh so now we actually have uh presence on spotify along with right. um apple and google and um I, I was going to do Pandora, but I backed off of that one. Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. like the policy, privacy policy they wanted us to sign, so I kind of wasted. Uh, I kind of waited on that one, but we'll see. I, I think Spotify but, is probably the big one now because I think it is. I agree with you, and and I finally just bit the bullet there and um, went through the process of registering us, and uh, it's good. But uh, also on listen notes, like you and I have talked about that one in the past. Um, there is a possibility or a way to promote ourselves by doing this like online interview thing. So I think we're going to do that. And um, basically what you do is you fill out the interview. It's a written interview and uh, they review it. And if they like what they hear or see, then they put it on their Twitter feed. And then that kind of gets you a little exposure that way too. So uh, oh, okay. hopefully. Okay. So, uh, so who, who's interviewing who? 
Well, you go to Listen Notes, and there's an interview form that you fill oh. out. And oh, basically, okay. you send them your link, your feed, and who you are and what you are. And there's five, there's like a five point questionnaire that you fill out and talks about what your podcast is all about. And, you know, they hopefully take that and, <laughs> you know, say, hey, you should listen to these guys. So we'll see. So hopefully, we'll drum up some uh, interest. And um, I also uh, did that thing on the ads. So uh, we're going to have to start getting some ads and, you know, people will hopefully start promoting this thing. But I don't know. Sounds we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Good. Does that mean we yeah. have to actually like talk about things that matter now? No, 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 I don't think either one of us should change the structure of what we've been trying to do here. So I think it's good. I like the premise where it's going. And quite honestly, it's fun for us. So we'll deal with it. Right. So, yes. Yeah. Structure. Okay. Structure, yeah, I know. Well, That's kind of a strong it. word, but it, it is um, format. Hey, structure? but it's all for it's all in good fun, right? Absolutely, yeah. Theoretically, no, I just you know, look, we're gonna BS anyway. We might as well put it on, you know, we might as well record it, and and if there's any funny bits that are worth sharing, then it's worth sharing. You know, I mean, uh, I think it's good for posterity. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I went back and listened to some stuff. Um, over the last year of stuff that we've done. And it was, some of it's pretty interesting. Um, you know, I'd like to revisit some of that stuff too at some point, but you know, we'll see, you know, um, I have to actually go and, uh, at some point I have to look at the, um, transcripts or create some transcripts as, so that we can create some metadata that we can get out there so people can kind of stumble onto our podcast. So, uh, I may okay. have to start doing that too. So that's interesting. So, but, uh, all right, well, enough of setup. Um, so today, yeah, and here yes. we are. Um, okay. So so today, I was, you know, I was, I've been really fascinated by this whole James Webb telescope thingy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, you know, I had reached out to you earlier in the week, and you were cool with it. So I, I definitely wanted us to spend some time chatting about this damn thing. Um, Do you have slides I don't prepared? <laughs> I don't. No slides. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. Okay. Oh, that's right. It's no. a podcast. I forgot. No, it's a podcast. No, yeah. No yes. visuals. Although it's possible we could. Well, know, we could lie and content. say we have slides. Uh, no we could. Know. You know, well, uh, again, if we ever do get an audience, we'll, we'll create a website. But for now, it's just, you know, you know, our mom's listening, as we say. So uh, anyway. <laughs> and um, I don't think my mom's even listening, <laughs> but that's okay. Go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got tired of it, too. She, yeah, yeah, that's I know, right? She's like, yeah. I know. I've heard, I've heard all this before. I know. I think my mom wouldn't even know where to start if listening to our conversations. But I, I agree with you. It's funny. But um, anyway. Anyway, so, so I was, uh, I actually put the launch on the TV on Christmas. I guess it was Christmas Day, right? I, mean, I think so. Yeah. Um, it was in the morning. Like it was said, early in the morning, wasn't it? It was early, early in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like I said, I was just fascinated by this whole idea because this thing's going to find stuff out in the universe that's going to be really like life-altering in some ways for for us as a species i really do i mean that sounds funky and it sounds weird but um Hmm. you know it's 
we don't really know what the hell's out there, and and we've only seen bits. And as much as we think we've seen, you know, based on what you see, I don't know if you watched Hubble or you know or, or have you know uh, geeked out on the images the way I have and such, but. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some really cool stuff happening out there that and and the coolest part about this telescope stuff to me is you know you're basically looking it's a time machine man you're looking into right. the past right I see dead people and yeah like like far 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 away past stuff and it's frightening when you think about it um but Anyway, the most interesting thing to me that, you know, leading up to not just the launch itself, putting it on TV and my kids are like, Dad, what are we watching? What is this? It's like, you know, hey, it's interesting. There's drama here. You know, this thing could blow up. It's $10 million yeah. worth, $10 billion worth of billions uh, or yeah. Yeah. Right. $10 billion worth of equipment that, you know, could in two seconds, just boom. Right. And uh, you don't know. Yeah. And they've only, they've only been working on it for 25 years. (laughs) I I mean, they did. They've started, that's like 25 year project. I know it's nuts. Kind of like my career. And then that blew up too. So (laughs) didn't cost anybody $25 billion, but it wasn't $10 billion, but blew up on the launch pad. There you go. But given the fascinating aspects of it, there was some just still some stuff about it that kind of made me scratch my head, right? So oh, the technology involved is crazy. Right. About right. like the mirrors and Yeah. And the heat shields and all that. Well, and the testing they must have had to do, right? To be able so let's so I made I did some bullet points, like I said I oh, would. Okay. Right. And uh, so I figure we'll walk through them, and that ought to get us through, you know, a, a right. substantial the slide deck. The slide deck will be uh, available for download <laughs> after the uh, meeting. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Bill Nye, the, the, the science guy, he's going to do it for us. You know, it's, it'll be that. That or that guy, uh, to, uh, Tyson DeGrasse or whatever his name is. Uh, I forget. Uh-huh. Who's that physicist He seems guy? like he knows what he's talking about. I think so. You know, he I think he's going to host major. Jeopardy, isn't he? Is he? No, I know. I, I just made that up. Oh, but he okay. would be pretty good at it. Uh, he probably would. That would be actually pretty good. So, um, so, so the first note I had was these Lagrange points. Rumors spread around in that Texas town about the shack outside Lagrange. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you wanna go to that whole mile on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. So, are you familiar with what these things are and and and, and where they are and such? Oh so, yes, right. The orbital things, right? Yeah, yeah, Lagrange yeah. point two for the. James Webb, aren't For they? For the Webb, yes. They're doing Lagrange Point 2, correct. I remember that. I saw that in the uh, study yes. notes. So what I found uh, fascinating about that was, like, you know, I, you do go, what, what do we all do these days? You go to YouTube to look this shit up, right? Mm-hmm. So I go to YouTube, and I'm like, okay, so what the hell is this L2 orbit that, you know, James Webb is going to go, you know, put itself into, right? So apparently there are, you know, four Lagrange Points where, you know, you take the mass of the Earth... And, you know, basically it's offset from the sun and the mass of the sun. And because of the gravitational pulls between these two masses, right, 
you wind up with these, what they call these Lagrange points. And supposedly there was this dude, Lagrange, physicist or mathematician back in the day that they named this stuff after, that there are these four points where you could put objects and they remain basically stable there, Mm -hmm. like they stay put there. Right, Be- the equilibrium sort of. Yeah, because of the offset of the gravitational forces at play, you could put something there and it remains there. And then when you do the visual of this, it's pretty cool how when you do the visual, um, because nowadays the way they typically show gravity when they want to visually show gravity in you know experiments and whatnot is, you know how like if you take. Uh, if if you were to take a sheet of fabric and put like a metal ball on it and you you know how it weighs down the fabric and then you makes right. that cone around it well that's how mm-hmm. they basically show you the gravitational pulls in action so when you put you know these two masses uh, apart from each other and you can see how they each like pull down and you get these little orbital you know spheres that occur these lagrange points wind up being these flat areas that basically that they're flat enough and that's how you can show that the constant you know flat plane of where these things would reside right so the l2 point which sits behind us like so think of it you know working left to right right you got the sun and then there's us and then beyond us and beyond the moon is a lagrange point further away from us which is apparently what they said is a million miles away from earth where they now will put this uh, the James Webb Telescope, and it'll sit there in this L2 orbit, and it can't stay there forever. That's why, you know, it has right. propulsion, it's, and they, they right, put yeah. fuel in it so that it can maintain the orbit and all this other stuff. But it's supposed to sit there now for 10 years, and it'll just keep going. And it'll follow us around the sun, and it'll stay in that L2 Lagrange point. But to me, it was awesome, like, to just to see all that explained and how that was uh, interestingly... Well, you, you spent know, a lot of time on YouTube. I did, and, you know, it was pretty cool. Um, You know, one of the things that always... I mean, look, space... I'm a space kid, right? I mean, our generation, you know... (laughs) Space cadet? Space cadet. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Hey, thanks a lot, space cadet. No, you know, our generation grew up on Apollo, right? So, you Mm, know, mm -hmm. you, you basically... You know, you live this astronaut stuff your whole life, and uh, so well. And the cool. shuttle, right? The sh- we saw and, the whole shuttle and development, saw, and, right, from inception to creation to launch. And yeah, so, no, that was no, cool. It's it was like Enterprise was going to be the first one, and they named it Enterprise after yeah, Star Trek. Exactly, right? Yeah. Then cool there was so stuff. many things, so many things wrong with it. They just they put it in a museum, or they used it for testing, I think. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, we followed that whole thing when we were growing up. I don't know that the. the we could look it up to see what year like the first shuttle launch was. I mean, I'm uh, sure somebody knows I, it off the top of their head. I think it's 82-ish, give or take, right? I would I'm going to say maybe, yeah. I think we were in high school when um, the first shuttle went up, if I recall correctly. Well, you know, I know they were at least doing the tests, right? I mean, yeah, if you want, as, as I'm chatting. But, but what's interesting... The reason I put Lagrange points first in the bullets was because it leads me to the next one. So, <laughs> apparently... 1981, April 12th. Okay, so I was close, right. So, I, I knew it was when we were in high school, so okay. Um, and I graduated 82, so that makes sense, so cool. So, all right, so you got this Lagrange point. So, they needs to go to this Lagrange point because that's the, the biggest one, the flattest one, 
the easiest one for the telescope because it puts it beyond Earth, and mm-hmm. you, the Earth doesn't get in the way of the telescope, right? So telescope has an unobstructed view now beyond the moon, beyond Earth, to look out into the universe, which makes a ton of sense, right? Logical sense. But so now, how do you get it there? Okay. So apparently, they make this telescope, and I, I guess because they wanted it to be 10 times bigger, or maybe someone picked a number, I don't know. But anyway, they had to make this telescope, and apparently, in order for it to be 10 times bigger than Hubble, uh, it has to be a certain, you know, like they say, the, the sun shield is like the size of a tennis court, right? So think of a tennis court, right? And then in the middle of this tennis court, you're going to have this big-ass telescope, right? Well, you got to fit all that yeah. into five-and-a-half-meter-wide rocket, right? Yeah, and they wanted to make it bigger, but it wouldn't fit in the rocket or something like that. Well, and that's what's messed up about, to me, is because, like they said, the reason it had to be... Cause the Webb telescope had to fit in a space 5.4 meters wide, okay? And the reason why it's 5.4 meters wide is because it, that is what sits on top of what this Ariane 5 rocket is called, right? Mm-hmm. And the Ariane 5, supposedly, is the biggest rocket we have today, currently, that can be launched, right? Mm-hmm. It is the biggest rocket that anyone makes. Um, and I find that weird <laughs> because... I'm with you. Well, I mean, if you're going to spend $10 billion on a telescope, and the reason it's $10 billion, right? Could we, like, upgrade the rocket this one time? There you go. Throw throw me a bone here. I was going to say, there you go. You're with me 100%. So instead of spending $10 billion on a freaking telescope that is an origami now, supposedly, right? It's got, like, 107... Uh, inflection points to get the mirrors done. It's got it yeah. folds in sixty different ways. It basically, you know, it, it's a little caterpillar who becomes the butterfly. Whatever the fuck you want to do, or whatever you want to call it, right? You couldn't take some of that money and make a bigger fucking rocket, so you didn't have right. to make if, this like foldable thing. I mean, like, what's the right. matter with not, these people? It's not like we have to fit it in the trunk of a Camry, right? You know. <laughs> It's like, all right, could we could we get an F one fifty maybe just you know this one time? I know, right? Or, no. or a friggin' you know a Jeep? What is it? Not a chair, a Cheyenne, right? The GMC <laughs> version, big ass friggin' truck, whatever, Cheyenne, whatever. Yeah, no, I tell you, it's I, I you gotta think set they, boundaries, man. I think they do this shit just to challenge themselves. I really do. I mean, I would think for you know for two billion dollars you could have made a bigger rocket and not have to make a foldable fucking telescope. Right? I mean, you know, like it doesn't. Make well, any yeah, sense but the to other the arg- the other argument is let why don't let's use a rocket that we've launched a few dozen times and we know works. Yes, as opposed to making one that's a little bigger and like well try for the first time with this ten billion dollar telescope and. Oh well, it didn't work out so well the first time. All I, I know, know is it. it I, make, I, can, I hear you, but it can, you, know, it can, you argue either way. Well, it's just it. It make it. See, the reason why it doesn't make sense to me is, look, basically where you're putting this telescope, right? You can't send anybody to go fix it. You know, like at least with Hubble, right? It was in orbit around the Earth, right? So they right, they, they, they fixed they, it. They pulled it into the shuttle. They fixed it. They you know they sent it back out there. I mean, in itself, I don't know if people remember. 
you know, I don't know if anybody young is going to listen to this podcast, but if they do, <laughs> they probably don't remember that when Hubble first launched, it was blurry, right? Yeah. They, it was a, for five years, it was out there, like basically it needed a contact and they had to do something. <laughs> so they finally, you know, put together a mission to pull it back in and fix the mirror. And when they did, they, they saw, you know, they put these awe inspiring images once they got the goddamn mirror to work, right? But anyway, you're not going to have that luxury with Webb, right? I mean, Webb's a million miles past Earth, past the moon, whatever. And once it's out there, you're done. If something breaks, well, that's it. You're fucked. I mean, well, end yeah. Of story. Uh, but the um, the one the YouTube that I watched about it, which was like the insane engineering of the James Webb Telescope, Science! right? They did kind of like throw in, and they didn't make a big deal about it, but they just kind of mentioned it and like. Yeah, and the, the next thing we're going to do is try and figure out, because you were talking about earlier about how it needs to be able to adjust its orbit so it's got enough fuel for 10 years, right, yep. to yep. be able to do that. Well, I mean, they did say something about, you know, a possible future mission to go out there and refuel the thing. Really? To add to add more fuel to it, yeah. Which okay. might be like an unmanned mission, I don't know. But because right. um, I hadn't heard I, that, I, I, I saw something. Yeah, I, I picked up on that. They just kind of threw it out there, and you know, probably didn't want to make a big deal about it. like, you know, who's going to pay for that? But right, um, yeah, no, obviously it's way for you know you're describing um, Lagrange two and how far out it is. Right, I saw a diagram that kind of showed the difference between where the where the Hubble is and where this Lagrange point two is, and it, it's quite a bit further out there sure yeah it's i mean if you saw a diagram look for go out there and try and find it you could see it's not it's not like you know it's like the difference between going from you know philadelphia to going to los angeles you know it's much further out yeah i mean dude this thing's way beyond the moon let alone you know i mean so uh, and we're in New Jersey for anybody who's listening from somewhere else. <laughs> That's true, right? If you're looking yeah. for scale, right? Anyway, um, but no, it is. I agree with you. It's crazy how far out they've actually set this thing, right? And it's cool that it's out there, and there's a reason they're doing that too, right? They need to. They put it out that far, a because of the stability of the Lagrange point, b. They wanted to be able to see deeper and further, and in order to right. do that, they need to do infrared light. And in order to do right. infrared light, this thing's got to be super freaking cold, and that's mm-hmm. what the sun shield does, right? Is basically yeah. they flip the telescope away from the sun. The sun shield blocks all the sun's energy that heats this thing up, and it keeps this thing in like cryogenic stasis, so that it can do infrared capture and see. 13, I wrote it down, 13.7 billion light years into the past. It's basically, we want to go back all the way to the Big Bang, right? Right. So it's like if we went, if we wanted to see like the um, the Milky Way, we couldn't go into our backyard and look. We'd have to go out into like the woods, the mountains. Right. Far away from any, any light sources and everything to be able to see clearly enough. Right. So that's why this thing's far out there. Right. And the infrared, the other thing I learned, and I learned this today, the reason the infrared is... Not just because it has to be, you know, work in the cold, but the reason the infrared is being done is because if you do it basically on visual light only, you're limited in terms of how far back you can go. And then B, if you do visual light only, it creates its own heat, right? So that in order for Hubble to see visual light, 
it's actually producing some of its own infrared heat mm, and inf- so right. it clouds the infrared so you can't see infrared because it's generating infrared so that's why this thing's got to be cryogenically frozen to be able to see that kind of spectrum right but that spectrum supposedly will give it the clarity beyond or like i said you know 10 they said 10 times bigger and 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 five to ten times more you know clarity or detail that they're going to get from this thing so i mean that's fascinating to me because hubble's taken some really cool images i can't wait to see what this thing comes up with but you know and it's, if it if it works <laughs> if it works right and so, yeah because that sun shield is the like you said to to squeeze everything into five point four meters to fit on top of this yeah. rocket it's a very complicated mechanism that has yeah. to unfold perfectly for this freaking thing to work no it's crazy and if There's, one if one bolt is like loose the whole thing goes to shit right and if it got shaken shaken not stirred or like during right. launch right. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Like the damn thing might be all messed up uh, anyway. So, but you know that was the other thing. So there's there's 300 single points of failure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, you and I have worked IT. I think I having don't think you two and I have single points of failure is bad. <laughs> this thing's got 300 single points of failure, and it's 10 billion dollars. So, oh my god. I mean. I can only imagine the Q, the quality control and QA testing they must have done before they launched this damn thing. But no wonder it was five think, years delayed. Yeah, right? like, yeah, no, for sure. You are talking about the nonsensical ravings of a lunatic mind. It's crazy. Well, it's right? better. It's better that it took their time. I guess, but there's five full layers of this sun shield with 107 release mechanisms. I yeah. mean, it's just amazing. Um, the, the the engineering that's going on here, and not to mention it's already like anywhere from five to seven years old already because they built this shit seven years ago and it took them seven years to launch it right so so the technology itself in a way is like almost dated by the time it's launched which is right tell me that's not a government operation right it's Uh, like that six pack that i bought last week that (laughs) turned out was packaged in may and the can exploded when i opened it oh oh, that's gross so there it's the same idea man that sucks well that's all right i emailed the brewery and they're gonna send me some swag so Oh, anyway, know. well, but I digress. Yeah. So, so the other thing this thing had to do, and and that you know, in order for to capture the infrared light, you know, they had to gold plate everything. Now, it's not like they're using a shit ton of gold because I saw the the YouTube on yeah, that too. Very little right? gold. It's basically it's very little. It's like three grams of gold per mirror, um, and they basically vaporize it. And it adheres in a vacuum to the mirror, and then they like clear it and all sorts. So, some really cool engineering to make this shit happen, anyway. But right, and the mirror, the mirror is made of some oddball element that beryllium. I wasn't too, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's which weird. is which doesn't change much based on temperature or something like that which is why they picked it right because it doesn't yeah because it doesn't expand and contract like you know right from, from right. the really cold temperature to the really hot well, which we're is really, really cool. getting geeky here aren't we yeah no it's cool stuff i know it's fun believe me like i said i like this space stuff so it's cool um space. but it's space so yeah yeah right but uh i'm just i'm just <laughs> i can't wait till it you know peers out into you know <laughs> the the nothingness and actually sees like other planets. And I tell you, if it ever finds like ambient light on other planets like us, that's going to be, I'm telling you, it's, that's just, I don't even know if they'll even publish that. I think that might freak people out to the point of, you know, knowing 
you know, because they're controlling that, <laughs> that this, you know, release of information. Yeah. yeah, of course. So, you know, as much as, you know, because look at what they're doing now. You're finding with, you know, I don't, I don't know how much of the UFO stuff is real or isn't. But look at the stuff now. They're finally just starting to release. They've known for years about certain things. They don't know. I, I probably personally don't think it's extraterrestrial. I personally think it's countries doing nefarious shit and they're like testing all this weird stuff you know like mm. uh like uh china for one i just it's going to be interesting well, to see right. what this damn thing finds so. it's like we've seen we've seen the movie when mars attacks right we know what could happen <laughs> what could go wrong i am the martian ambassador we come in peace we come in peace But, but you know, I would say at this point, what do we got to lose? No, absolutely you know nothing. I mean? Right. Not much. S- not much at all. So, so you know, what, so this thing's on its way, right? It's unfolding itself. They're setting up the mirrors. They're doing this thing. And then it's going to be um, tested. Isn't it like um, January 8th or something? Is a, isn't that one of the dates? That, well, they um, said it's 29 days. So if it, if it took off on Christmas... 20 that takes us to the 23rd or something like something to that effect right 29 days so you, you well figure, if you have a calculator well if you do what there's 25 and 31 6 and 23 29 so but you figure the january 23rd give or take you know so that's <laughs> where i'm thinking I, i'm lost <laughs> december 25th probably figure it out no december right? 25th at 6 december 31st september right? and every day but november and <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so j- just because it gets to the Lagrange two point and it starts orbiting, it's this thing's not going to supposedly take pictures till June. So June. that was a little, di- yeah, that was a little disappointing wow. because they have to run all the tests and they have <sighs> to take it, put it through its paces, and blah blah blah, and this and that. And I'm like, that's kind of funky that it's going to take you know six months to to get this thing up and operational. Um, it's like buying a new car and you can't drive it for exactly. A month. Yeah, it's like you buy it and you got to stick it in the driveway, which is kind of odd. Um, once it does start working, and once it does start, you know, doing supposedly the job that it's been, you know, sent out there to do, anyone on the planet can submit project proposals and use the telescope. And to me, hmm. I thought that was pretty awesome. So if oh, you have, yeah, because. I, I don't remember where I heard that or read it, but it was one of the things when I was doing research on it. It said that, so what are we going to do with this thing once it's out there, right? That was the question posed to uh, whomever, the scientist or the you know program director or project director or whatever. And they said, well, we have all these scientists from around the globe who all have these, you know theories and theorems and and proposals and things that they want to you know are you familiar with this gravitational lensing stuff that einstein theorized that they proved do you you remember that stuff i don't know if you're familiar with that no so supposedly 
gravity bends light, right? Mm-hmm. And it actually magnifies the light as well. So, uh, so for instance, a black hole's gravity is so strong, it bends the light around it so that when you look at it from far away, you're actually seeing two of them because it bends the light where they cross and you actually you basically see two so so there were these constellations and galaxies they were looking at and they were like well why is it so big why is this and that and then they wound up looking deeper at it and they and they Uh. realized that it was a mirror image so it was really one galaxy being crazy yeah being mirrored being ample change that changed the right right so because of the way we were looking at it and and the way that the black hole or whatever was like warping the 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 light because of the gravity so it was actually making it look like it's it's if you ever get a chance look up gravitational lensing and it's the coolest thing because they're actually using it now to look at galaxies further out because by using that they're able to focus on certain parts of the galaxy and get a better view of it by using that to their advantage, by using this gravitational lensing, like warping of, of the light and stuff. It's the coolest shit. I'm telling you, it's cool stuff. And, and yeah, like you said, we are geeking out a little bit, but that's some really cool. You should take a look when you get a chance one day. So that's why I'm curious to see what this telescope does when it looks at that stuff with a much higher degree of detail and some of the other stuff that's, that's going to come out of it. I, I'm telling you, if we don't, start to find some of the stuff the way the w- freaking world is going these days I, I I'm, I'm afraid for my kids i tell you i mean there's some weird mm. shit going on in this world i'm kind of hoping this thing helps us see that we're not alone you know uh, it'd be nice to, to actually make that realization come true that we're not the only people in this universe and that maybe we should start thinking about what the hell happens <laughs> well that's interesting <laughs> though but yeah you know? but like what you said like i mean um you know, the telescope, because of how long it takes light to travel, yes, it's seeing things that occurred millions of years ago. Yeah. So it could, it, you know, they might find some kind of life form or something or evidence that there was some kind of entity out there a million years ago. But are they mm. there now? Well, we would never know. Someone came up with this theorem, this algorithm that says based on the number of galaxies and stars and this and right. that. I know th- what you're talking th- about. Right. There's there's the theoretical, like there's some 30 million planets the, out there, right? Right. Uh, it's some kind of probability. It's a probability, thing. right? Yes. So that yeah. there's there 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 potentially could should be at least like 30 million other planets there, there out there. There should be, right. Yeah. Right. In, the, in our galaxy right Right. well in the universe right and then of those 30 million there's only a specific zone that can sustain life like we're in that that zone right of an orbit like you've ever you've heard of that too where you have like Mm. this the the hot zone of where you know if you're this far away from the sun you can you know you can have water and then you know it's not methane gas and you can actually have water on a planet and having water means you have land and then you have an atmosphere and then all this other stuff so there's all these things that have you have to check the boxes right so but they've concluded that there's got to be some you know could be 10 million earth-like planets out there in in habitable zones that could potentially sustain life. But to what you just said, 
You now have to apply the timeline against that. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, our Cretaceous period was what? A billion years ago? When, when, when was dinosaurs? Like, I don't even remember the timelines for like when we had dinosaurs. I don't remember. Yeah, right? <laughs> but so, but think about that. So now we're going to look back at, you know, universes and galaxies and other shit that, that is like, you know, a hundred light, a hundred million light years mm-hmm. away from us, right? Right. And, you know, and then here's the funny thing, like, yeah. um, which I just thought of. What I was saying is like, we might see evidence that there might be some kind of life out there that there was some kind of life yeah. out there a million billion years ago exactly but and we you might were just not seeing see it now now right? but we yeah. might not see it but that doesn't mean that it's not there because a million years a billion years later it might be there you're right so we have no way of knowing well that's that's actually an interesting point and you know maybe we shouldn't be drinking. We, we, we should be doing know. something else for this conversation. But my point, right? Is. We don't know what we don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> More wine. <laughs> maybe we need something stronger than wine for this conversation. But to your point, let's say we're looking at something 100 million years ago because the light's just reaching us. But right now, because they're 100 million years into the now right they yeah there could be people living there now right or right. there could be a civil whole civilization there now we're just not it's seeing like the showing light. up to a party it's like showing up to a party <laughs> two days late you know you see a bunch of shit lying on the floor it's but like, you missed I think it there was a part i think there was a party <laughs> here you're absolutely right <laughs> but well, right now i don't see anybody i know right but back but in that case it's hey there was a civilization here i guess we missed it or, or yeah, more like right. showing up to showing up two days before the party right. it's like oh, the place right. looks pretty good but that it's would be, be trashed in a couple of days. But true, yes. No, I know that is funny when you think about it. But but it, but think about that too. Let's say that like that the, that this thing finds a planet that's got like dinosaurs on it, right? And it's like you know ten million light years away. Uh, then <laughs> I just had a picture of like the planet looking at the, the telescope looking at this planet, and like there's a dinosaur, and he just kind of looks up and says, "What? <laughs> you looking at me?" <laughs> It's like, holy shit, we discovered life. No, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, that's funny, I know. There's just got to be a meme coming sometime. Holy shit! But that, you know, but it, look, that particular statement, you know, when I was in, I remember when we were in uh, high school and you thought about, you know, like aliens and all this other nonsense. Uh, that never dawned on me then. Like, oh shit, you know, so you're looking at shit 10, 10 million light years ago or 100 million light years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, you might find life, but it's gone now. Like, to your point, I mean, so that's weird. I mean, that in itself is weird. And to have the ability now to look back on t- on time like that, that way, that's some pretty funky stuff. Mm. So, um, I don't know. I just think this is the kind of thing that's cool about it is... Just the idea of being able to see some stuff like that really makes you start to think, oh, shit, you know, like, what if? And the what ifs are the really cool part of the whole conversation. So, um, I don't know. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. At least I'm, I I'm find wondering it. what it is. I'm wondering what we're going to learn from it. Well, there, there's, <laughs> I, look, I, you and I don't have the depth and detail from these, from the the eggheads out there who are really thinking about some really crazy shit. So I, I don't That's know. For sure. I, you know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, 
I we, couldn't even get my computer to boot up today. So. <laughs> I know. I know. I had to remember how to do this, too. It's been a while. But... Um, <laughs> It took us a while, but it, but it's, it, but it is. It's just, it really is amazing. So, um, but yeah, Musk is doing a lot of cool stuff too, um, with you know his his mission to try and get to Mars. I mean, well, shit. I mean, I give him credit. I mean, he's yeah. he's all in. You know, he, he is. is all in, and he's. I mean, he wants to make money doing it, but yeah, but it's. Pretty, well, didn't um, wasn't there like a Japanese uh, Japan did a space flight recently where they had like a, a space tourist? Was it Japan? Uh, it, China? It's possible. Maybe? I think someone did. I mean, it is it is it is ludicrous well, to you, think about. You, we now have tourists going to space. I mean, that that to me, you know, yeah. if you think about that. If you and Why I not? would have thought about that 40, 50 years ago, it would have been like, come on, get out of here. But it, it's crazy. Um, I'm not having breakfast at Tiffany's either. No. So and it's... Let them... <laughs> breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> let the guys with the money have fun. I know. Just... Um, yeah, like Michael Strahan went up in space, William Shatner. It's like, you know, come on. You know, this is crazy stuff. But... Um, well, the William Shatner thing had to happen. Of course, that's true. That just had to. No. That just had to happen. That's true. In pop culture, you kind of had to have Captain Kirk go to space, right? To boldly go where no man has gone before. Um, pretty funny. But, um, no, I think what's cool, a couple things about the whole, you know, us going back to the moon, I think that'll be awesome, especially now with the cameras and shit that we have today. I mean, it's going to be interesting to get the detail we can get and see what, you know, and actually see if they really did go in the 60s, if there's stuff out there. Nah. Um, if you Where's believe the flag? in that. Yeah, if you believe in all that. <laughs> but um, Or if you believe in that conspiracy theory. But, um, no, the interesting, um, the interesting part about what I saw about what Musk is doing about trying to get to Mars is, yeah, Mars. He's trying. We had an episode about Mars, didn't we? Did we? I don't remember. I think we did. Okay. I think we talked about Mars. Oh, we length. talked about the rover. We did. <laughs> no, you're right. I, not not necessarily. Yeah, no, you're right. We talked about the rover and where that was going to take us. So that, so I guess you know, space is a is a is a repeating theme on our podcast, which is cool. But um, no, I read the other day they they've uh, they've made a ton of. Uh, advancements and um, they've reached a p- couple of milestones on nuclear propulsion. Mm, okay. So the idea is they're now going to be able to use nuclear fuel uh, because nuclear fuel in space isn't the problem it is on the planet. Um, you don't have to worry about okay. you know containment and all this other nonsense about you know uh, uh, radiation. Uh, you know, decaying and all this other stuff. But anyway, the fact is right now it takes like, it takes three months or it takes five months or something to get to Mars. And with nuclear propulsion, they can cut the time to like 90 days or less. And that's better because long-term exposure in space is bad for humans, supposedly. And if you can shorten yeah, the time, I mean, right? You are exposed to a lot of shit out there oh, that you're absolutely. protected from when you're on terra firma here. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Our atmosphere. You know, the ionosphere and everything protects you from all that. Absolutely. Yeah. Stuff that the sun's thrown out. All the... Yeah, it's crazy. If people really, if people really knew, to your point, people it'd be like, "Oh my God, really?" I mean, like that's some really badass radiation going on. Well, yeah, I mean, and you know, we talked about it like Mars is the next thing. Yeah, I think you know the Moon too is 
going to be popular. Well, if they mine the moon, popular we're tourist screwed. destination. Yeah, I mean, what happened? If they if they mining? if they yeah. start mining the moon, we're going to be like you know, little fuck up the orbit and then forget it, right? You know, we're we're not that smart as a species. We're bound to do something stupid. You know, that's like this nonsense. They're going to go shoot saddle. They're going to go shoot rockets at like uh, asteroids to oh, alter their course. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to alter the course so that they wax us right in the face. I mean, that's what they're going to do because our humans are hey, stupid. Do you, re- do you remember the? Um, do you remember that British? Space TV show, Space 1999. I do, yes. Yeah, I mean that was like mm-hmm. the there was a there were colonizing the moon. Yes, and there was some explosion that knocked the moon out of orbit, yes. and they just went flying out into deep space. Yeah, yeah. And then that's cool shit. Then Earth is <laughs> fucked. I mean, that's you know. That's well, yeah. I mean, it kind of fucks <laughs> us over too because, like, you know, what happened to the tides? You know, I, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy to I think about that shit too. But um. you got to do something. <laughs> we can't so. sit around. <laughs> I know we can't sit around and just let things can't decay just sit on around our own. Say, yeah, we, let's see what happens. We have to expedite yeah, the decay. Yeah, no, let's go. How about yeah. this planet? Okay. Well, did <laughs> you see the other that. thing? I know that, but. Did you see this other thing about um, they've successfully created a fusion reactor? Hmm. Not not. Not, yeah, no, I know they've been trying to do that. Yeah, right? not not nuclear fission, which is what nuclear fuel is today, where they split atoms. We're talking fusion, where they actually fuse atoms right. together, and um, we're not far off, man. That that is a game changer. That will change tons of shit if they ever figure out fusion. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things that yeah. could happen over the next few years. I just hope Fusion. we get to live long enough to see most of this shit because you know we're getting up um, there, brother. Yeah, you know? so we don't screw it, mm. so we don't screw ourselves. Yeah. Well, no, I just think you know it's going to take 30 more years for this shit to come to fruition, and you know we're getting up there, you know. So, oh, well. <laughs> so. well, look, you know, we we got we got to see you know Facebook and oh Instagram, yeah, so yeah. Speaking well, of, I mean, I, I fucking everything else it. is just kind of yeah. gravy at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> Icing. Um, <laughs> Everything's icing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, icing cool. on the cake, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool stuff. All right. Well, that's that was this week's topic. Um, I don't. That was it. That was basically it. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, figured. We're at, I'm, I'm showing 44 minutes on the time, which is so. perfect. 45 yes. yeah, now, which is perfect. That gives us a nice uh, sort of stopping point. So good stuff. Um, hey, successful. What are we, you know, good. What are we going to talk about next time? I. I don't know. Um, if somebody like sent us a suggestion, <laughs> that would know, require email, someone to be does, listening. <laughs> does the email even work? Uh, it does. Yes, it does. I've been, you know, it does. I, yeah, okay. I, you send you send us an email every once in a while just to make sure. I, well, that. no, I've been, you know, I have to go in and you know check on uh, get rid of the spam exactly, and get and and figure okay. out how to upload episodes and crap, and most of the stuff, all the uh, the the, uh, the confirmations wind up in email, so we're definitely getting email. But you know, like I said, since well, I, I, since I'm your mom stopped watching and stopped listening, now she's then, the, yeah, she's no more email. She's says that she she says she's listening but i know that she's just bullshitting me the spotify thing is cool i like that that's it is yeah because there was like uh at least one podcast where um that i used to listen to that moved um to spotify exclusively exclusively i had to go there i had to go there and listen to it that's interesting okay um so 
but well, what, I, no, it's good. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, I did sign us up for the you know the the ad marketplace. So, like I said, maybe we'll get start getting some cross promotion too, and hopefully, we'll get ourselves some. So some the, listeners, the so. so the four the four people that do listen to us yeah. will get bombarded with we'll ads get, now. And <laughs> thank you very much, and then they'll stop listening too. Welcome to 2022. <laughs> right. I mean, like I I can't even take the ads. I don't uh, listen to it. I know. Tell me about it. So. Um, well, just so, you know, for those that are listening, and if, if not, if you want to, you know, to Jimmy's point, if you want to send us an idea for topics, uh, again, the email is guyshourage at gmail.com or uh, also guys.hour.age uh, at gmail.com, if that's easy to remember. Uh, that works as well. Um, we'd love to hear from people. We'd love to get some feedback. Uh, if you like the format, don't like the format. If you want to change topics or make suggestions, we, we'd love to hear from people. So, um, And John promises he will reply to every email that we receive. <laughs> I will do so. Johnny Pen Pal, that's me. I'll do it. <laughs> because I lost the password. I can't log in anymore. <laughs> oh, I'll send it to you. Believe me. Trust no, me. No, that's okay. Yeah, you don't yeah, have no, to. That's all right. all right. All right. Well, I'm John. And I'm Jim. And we thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Let's go 2022. You got it. Later. All right, baby.